What's up? going on? Ah, just hanging out. We're here. We're doing a Bacon Is My Podcast Wednesday episode. Yeah. Discussion and drinks. And, uh... We got nothing to talk about. Well, okay. So, <laughs> what we wanted to do with these episodes is have them more topical, more easy between, you know, yeah. like, more up to date. Just well, hang out more. it turns out I'm a jerk. And I'm going to be away. Right. Uh, you'll see a remote episode eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is fine. Right? But we still have to make this show happen. Right. Because then it would ruin the consistency of what just started. Exactly. Right? Which which would be terrible. It would be terrible. So we can't do that. It would be terrible. So, uh, so ter- f- or as Charles Barkley would say, T-R-B-L. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, so, we were like, what are we going to talk about? Because well, we're, we're on our third episode. Today. Right. Exactly. We just... Did a long episode. We just did last week's. So if you were around last for last week and you heard all about our uh, our, cool our new endeavors, Twitch, Twitch endeavor, um, we just literally um, pressed stop on that, mm-hmm. and now we're here on this. And I have a new shirt on. And he put a new shirt on to to show you guys that full time, disclosure that time has it's passed. Fucking cold. <laughs> I, I'm a little cold, and I have a sleeveless shirt on, and this is uh, nice. But yeah. speaking of which, uh, this shirt. Can be found on baconsmypodcast.com. Yeah. For those of you listening, um, uh, it is our oh, sweet, soft, hardcore bimp shirt. It's soft and it's warm. Uh, also, yeah, if you want to like support the show in any way, go over yeah. there, check this out. You can also find all of our sponsors, uh, Drink Wild Bills, Grill Your Ass Off, and Pod Decks, where uh, we'll get into Pod Decks a little bit, but you can get all the best deals on those yeah. products We're as well keep you up to as date. Keep you up mythical to date. beards bacon pod uh, i'm sorry bacon 15 at mythicalbeards.com for 15 percent off as well as manscaped. manscaped i went blank i saw that i yeah. saw that happen. thank you for thank you for the assist but we came in at the same time so you yeah. you, you just had a momentary lapse yeah. uh so manscaped bacon pod 20 percent off plus free shipping yeah they got beard products now too. Mm-hmm. And, shave uh, your face, shave clean your beans, clean your beans. And if you want to keep that beard soft, go to Mythical Beards. Uh, yeah. So one of the other things we were talking about though is uh, how do we how do we come up with a topic today? Podcasts, right. right? Uh, we have topics on our iPads mm-hmm. here, and um, we said, you know what? Let's let's give it a, let's give it a whirl with the Poddex because we never actually did. An episode, wow. like a random episode. They have an episode on the cuff. Deck. So the episode deck. Uh, last week we did. Um, we did a question. We from. did. We did a question from the episode deck because it's never been used. Right. right? We've had it for two, over two years. Yeah. Never been used. I, I used it for the first time last week, and we're going to use it again this week. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we are going to uh, open up this episode deck, and we are going to pick three. Random cards, and that's new. I, gonna, he just pulled that on. We're gonna flip those over, and we're gonna pick the best of those three episode ideas. I think. I think we. I think we just go with all three, unless. I mean, we can flip them over, and we can just leave them flipped over, and just talk. Yeah, let's do that. So, but I just figured in case we flip one over, and it's like neither of us have any idea what to talk about with this. You know. Okay. Well, we could we could still say like this is the the thing I've got nothing right. Let's move on. Okay. So, 
All right. Uh, so I'm going to put them out like this, right? So if you go to poddex.com, use the promo code BACON, you get 10% off. They're right. one of our first day one sponsors. Indeed. And, uh, and when he says like this, he means he's fanning them across our table. Yes. So, Jimsy, you go ahead and pick the first one here. I'm going to pick the first one. So, first episode idea. Don't Don't say anything. Okay. I'm going to pick the second one. Um. All right, and uh, I'll come in here and pick the third one. Okay. Okay. So we got three topics here. Uh, let's let's start with your first one. All right, the first one I picked was comment on industry gossip. I know you scoffed at it. Right. Right. But. We, as everybody knows, are in local bands. Okay. So that's that's industry. That's an industry. Okay. That's yeah. industry. And and you know what? A whole lot of gossip going on. About What's that. the word on the street? I don't know. It's funny because I just literally had a conversation about that uh, with uh, with my buddy Artie, mm-hmm. uh, formerly of Last Turn Off Broadway. Um, he was asking me. I guess I guess uh, his band is looking for somebody for. A fill in and and uh, or not a fill in for a new member. Okay. Uh, to play in it, uh, one of their their spots. I don't know if they've gone public with it yet or not. So I'm not going to say anything else besides that. Gotcha. But um, so somebody knows they're fired. Well, there's gossip right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. They they quit. They okay. quit under okay. the radar. Okay. Uh, it's more fun if we everybody thinks that. So somebody, here we go. Somebody in the band's listening is. Just so like, here we go. Who is it? Spreading gossip. Yeah. Uh, but. I was saying, he he asked me, he was like, hey, do you know of anybody who's looking to do this? And I thought about it, and I'm like, dude, I'm realizing right now that my local nucleus has never been smaller. <laughs> and, okay, yeah. And the, the band gossip stuff, where it used to run rampant, yeah. right? Like, yep. You and I could sit in a room and go, hey, do you hear about what happened this, with this yeah, and this, this person, person did whatever. this and yeah. And uh, we used to be able to go for hours about it. I, I, I've got no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> and you know what? I have found that ignorance is bliss. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what? It, 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 for me, industry gossip, if it's really gossip, it's uh, it's shitty. Yeah, I mean, like, if we're talking about just you don't want to besmirch people's name, gossip in general. Well, see, I don't, I don't always think of gossip as something that's besmirching, even though it tends to lean that way a lot. Um, yeah. Now, I will say that I also um, recently had this conversation with my band yesterday, in fact, where I was talking to them and I was like, I really think that because we were talking about you know wanting to play shows and wanting to play sure. more shows and it's like okay well who do we play a show with where do we play a show mm-hmm. who, who do we put on our show mm-hmm. all those things who's making noise who's doing stuff and none of us know none yeah. of us know and and i used to really have a good kind of like ear to the ground in this 
because we one, used to have our fingers to the pulses. <laughs> well, I, I used you know? to I used to work at a bar right. that had live music and had musicians that would come to it all the time. So I would always kind of hear what's going on there. But I used to go to shows a yeah. lot. Now, why don't I go to shows anymore? Um, a number of reasons, but mostly, honestly, is because I lost my job at the bar and I can't afford it. Like, I just can't afford to go out. Uh, hopefully that's changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I'm taking on more work and, and doing more stuff and going to be earning more money coming up in the next few months. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's, and that's one of the things that I told the guys in my band is I was like, I really, um, that's an aspect of it that I, that I really miss. I, yeah. I miss seeing bands and, and, and f- finding like, Finding the people that are working and finding the people that are really kind of like making noise, and um and kind of hustling. Like I I love that. I love yeah. I love talking to people about what's going on, um in the scene and and who's coming up in the scene. And those are things I really like doing. I also think that, um, you know, not having a bar gig took a, you know, took a big social aspect out of my life. Yeah. So oh, I could see that for that's, sure. That's that's definitely a hard. Thing I, you know what though? I, I you know, um, like even even uh, DJ mm-hmm. uh, for all all of you guys who who know DJ is the host of the Thursday hit twenty seven years and running internet radio show, the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Well, I tell you what, also one of the best performing shows on Strangerhood TV. Yes, uh, little, top 20. The little network that we make together. Exactly. Um, that also houses the video version of our show. If yes. you're not watching it, you can jump over to StrangerhoodTV.com and see all that stuff. But, yes. but, but DJ has, he's put a call to arms out. Uh, and, and I know he's been super inundated with, with work and stuff like that, but I, I do know that he finds it harder to, to discover i think i think maybe the 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 fact that there is so much and there are less boundaries mm-hmm. in terms of being able to discover so much um and ease of being able to put stuff out there really muddies the waters so i think i think that that it our our boundaries are way less local right yeah uh our Ability to put things out, uh, and you know what? Maybe I sound I sound like an asshole when I say this, whatever. But the fact that anybody can do it and and just do it mm-hmm. uh, means that there's no quality control. That's, good, bad, or indifferent. That's fair to an extent. Yeah, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, like it, there's less quality control. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. Um, but he, he put a call to arms out and, and he's come to me and he's like, dude, I, I don't get the submissions that I used to get. Mm-hmm. Like he, he gets, he gets submissions. Uh, you know, I know, I know he used one way and he used to send shit to us all the time, to yeah. torture us. Yeah. And he's saying, he's like, man, they're just not coming in. They're not, uh, and when they are, they're just not good there's and and it's been very hard to find good local music and and 
I think that with the you know with a place like Revolution, which was kind of the nucleus yeah. of where your it, it was the heartbeat of our scene, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that you know there's another venue out there that is kind of the heartbeat of our scene that we don't particularly care to have as the heartbeat of our scene. I guess right. maybe that kind of does it but um i don't know well, I'll, I don't I'll, know. There's... I'll say it amh amh is a venue that could be uh an incredibly valuable resource and partnership for the local bands in the area they are the good that they are doing they're doing by putting on local shows and putting on original band shows which is hard right now it's a, yeah. um, a lot of venues are scared to put on a, not maybe not scared I, I, that's probably the wrong word I don't have a better word. I'm not smart enough to come up with a better word right now, so you're getting scared. Reluctant. So, reluctant. Better word. Um, so they're reluctant to put on original bands because they can't guarantee the door, right? And they can't guarantee that they're going to make money. They can't guarantee that their clientele is going to stay, which I think also plays into your quality control thing. Because sure. if you're only letting people in because they can bring 20 people, then those people don't have to necessarily be good. They could be. It could be their first show. Um, so a lot of venues are, are probably running into that. So they're, they're leaning on established and by established, you're, you're looking at older and you're also looking at tribute and cover and, and it's an established thing that will bring a crowd and will draw people and will guarantee that people walking in for the most part are not going to walk in, hear something they immediately don't like and leave. Walk out. They're going to walk in and hear something familiar, and even if it's not their thing, they, they're they going to go, wow, this can be background for me. It's background for me everywhere else I go, anywhere. Sure. So it's it's an easy thing to do because um, they can't afford it. Clubs can't stay open. They can't right. afford to do that. No, you so, can't have a shit night. It's like I was saying, AMH has a really good opportunity to do it, and I, I am glad that they're doing original shows. I just personally, I won't play there because of the experience that we had with their management that they mm-hmm. had. And it was, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into too many specifics, but myself, every band on that night, and then bands from other nights after that mm-hmm. have run into a problem of being completely disrespected, mm-hmm. talked down to, money decisions changed on the fly, um, shows held hostage, mm-hmm. uh, doors locked with with line of people outside in the rain and being threatened with cutting your night off. Like all these kinds of things are, are just, it doesn't speak well of a partnership. Right. Right. So, so that place, I will put them on blast. I will say AMH, man, like you could be great. You could be great, but you're not. And you're not because of the way you're treating people. And that sucks because we need a place to be and there really aren't any there aren't any and if you there are you got to play on a wednesday night or you got to play on a tuesday night and you got to play on a tuesday or wednesday night where if you don't bring 30 to 50 people on that tuesday or wednesday night they never book you again right how do you bring people 50 people on a tuesday or wednesday night everybody's life sucks right now man you know like (laughs) it's so it's so i mean yeah, if we want to get into industry gossip, that's what it is. There that's, you go. That's what's going on. It's not inner band, interpersonal shit. It's that all these bands were forced underground. 
you know, and we were forced to ply our trade online or mm -hmm. create a podcast <laughs> or, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever we can do to, to try and keep our, our names relevant and our, yeah. and our music relevant in any way to reach people possible because there's, there's just very few people in the area that are able to help even if they want to. Mm -hmm. You've got great people out there like Dave Black, who mm -hmm. is absolutely trying to help He's people. trying to wave the flag. And he's, he's trying to do it. And he's getting gigs for people. And he's getting gigs for people at good venues. But he's getting gigs for people at venues that some bands just can't do. You know, unless or or it's not smart for them to do because if they do it, it's a one-off, and there's no way they're going to get no back there. Interruption. I was going to do the hold up, <laughs> but that was better. Nice. There's no time like today to take care of your your hygiene. Indeed, indeed. And one of those things that can help you if you're a man. Or a woman, even. Yeah. Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped can help you with their uh, their lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. Uh, their lawnmower 4.0 has skin-safe technology. It's a ceramic blade. It's waterproof. It's got a nice little uh, LED light, so this way you can mm -hmm. see underneath all those those crevices. Shave your privates in the shower in the dark. Don't actually do that. Don't do that. But that, you that, could. Yeah, you could with Manscaped. Because you have a light. Indeed, indeed. And for guys, uh, listen, uh, the perfect package point uh, 4.0 yeah. is like where it's at for you guys. Because well, it comes with not only the lawnmower, not only the weed whacker for your ear and nose holes. Well, we got one. So, yeah. So, bring it up real quick. What you also get. So, yes. For one, you get the lawnmower 4.0, which is ceramic blades. It's not going to cut you. It gets, it's got a guard so you can, you know, make sure that you got a trim in some spots. You got yes. to the skin in other spots. You make sure that that beanbag's shiny. You know, we also have some... Package that beanbag in... Underwear. The underwear. Yeah. It's got the, uh, the little ball pouch. It does have the ball pouch. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Separate. It's technology. Um, this right here... I like this. ...is for when you are shaving your balls. Yeah. It's little placemats, so this yeah, it's way... Like, it's like a newspaper! Yeah. But then you just... You, you shave them, you crumple it up, you throw it away. No mess, no huss, no fuss. Yeah. Right? Is that, it's is that also got it some. It's it's got some fun, funny articles in it. It as does. Well, it so does. It does. One you. Read. I recommend you definitely read it, yeah. but not while you're shaving your nuts. No. Uh, there's the ball deodorant. Yes, I, I use it every day. Crop preserver, and the crop reviver. I don't use it every day, but I have used it plenty. It is of times. pretty fantastic. You need that midday spritz. Yep. Just pss, pss, go for it. Freshens you up right away. Who doesn't love a little spritz on the bean bag? Exactly. And where do I keep it all? Well, right here, the shed, baby. You know what? The shed is a pouch for the things to clean your pouch. Exactly. Right. Right. I use it personally for my toiletries when I travel. You do. I've it's, seen it. I, I've got. I've got multiple. I've got a few of them. Uh huh. So uh, yeah. Go ahead, manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACON, P 
pod. You get 20% off this entire order plus free shipping. Uh, not only can you get the Perfect Package 4.0, but you can sign up for their program where they will send you new stuff automatically. New blades. Every month, every two months, every three months. You decide. You decide what you need. If you need new blades every three months, they'll send you new blades every three yes. months. If you want to check out uh, maybe the crop mops. I can't talk about the crop mops enough. They're my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, get those. Get those every month. When you anyway, come and you hang out with us and we see you and stuff like that, we always have crop mops on our person. So yeah. It's make like sure a business card, us. but for Manscaped and not us. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah. Manscaped.com. Promo code BACONPOD. 20% off. Free shipping. Call it a day. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. There's no... That's that's the other thing that a lot of people need to realize too, and and I think we could probably, based on what we've been got into, we could probably get rid of these. But I'm going to keep them on the side, either keep way. Them on the side, yeah. <clears throat> but but I, I will say that uh, you know what what people don't realize is um, you know when you do when you talk about putting on a big show and you talk about hitting a new venue and hitting a, a bigger venue or a nicer venue or whatever it is like. And, and, and I'm not saying like this venue or this venue isn't great. Right. Um, I, I'll say it right now, Mr. Beery's I book there consistently. Why? Because they're fair. Mm -hmm. The sound is great. Uh, they treat us right. Yeah. I always have a good time. It's always low stress. I show up I, when I run the show, right? Mm -hmm. When I book the show, I, I, I deal with nothing. Right. I literally have to deal with whether or not the bands show up and tell them what line, the lineup is. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't give a fuck when I, I'll play first, I'll play last. I don't right. care. Right. Like, I don't, I, I just, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Um, that's my stress. Everything else is taken care of. That's why I go to beers. Now, aesthetically, if you're trying to put out an image out there that is, hey, we're playing big rooms with big things. You know what? You're not going to get that at beers because right. it is a small stage. It is a local bar. It's, you know. Capacity is a hundred or hundred and twenty or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and and that's that. It's not. But to now me, you, now personally, you can fill that room and you can get everybody rocking. It's a great time. It's a fucking great time. Yeah, I'm gonna say this We're too. Gonna take videos there. I'm gonna say this too, and 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 this is not a shameless plug or anything like that. But you could go to Beery's, and if you let them know ahead of time, they'll record your fucking set. Yeah. And they'll either mix it or they'll whatever, or they'll give you the raw tracks. Mm -hmm. I put out a live record because Mr. Beery's was good enough to be like, yeah, well, yeah, we mic everything up anyway. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. I made a live record. I Yeah, you got good sound men there. Uh, so, you got good people there so there, there's there's a huge thing to that i i know that perception and 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 this and that so that's that but but the reason why i go to beeries is because that is where i enjoy doing shows because it, i don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. um but back to your point 
if you've got a band that, let's say, like an 89 North, and they book them on a Wednesday night, right. and they, you know, they're able to bring X amount of people, and, and or they're not, then, yeah, it's a one-off. So, as a band, you need to kind of look forward and go, cool, like, we can... We could take this national slot, or we can take this big venue slot on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about then what, right? What comes it's, after it's, that? It's a lot. Where, it's a lot like is, what comes next. It's a lot like booking wrestling as well, and we we talked about that with the with the Sami Zayn thing. And yeah, yeah. If Sami Zayn gets the title at WrestleMania, then you know, then what? And you take this big gig at this big venue and you're able to scrounge up enough people to get to, you know, 50, 60, 70 people on a Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. Let's say you do that. Then what? Right. They're going to give you a Thursday night a month later. And you have to bring all those same people again. And then you have to go back to scrape the same well and go, hey, can, can you... Can you do me a solid again? This is the problem, is that you you hope that there were more people there already for one of the other bands or just there, and that those people become people that will come to see you. And that's well, your job as a musician wherever you go. Right. You know, like right. that's 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 well, that's, that's that's the issue. And 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 I think the issue is is that uh a lot of and, and I'm not saying Dave Black, but 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 I think a lot of promoters and a lot of venues will will say, like, yeah, sure, here's the, the thing that we're going to figure out. Right. Here's your brass ring. And out of a bill of four bands, one is going to maybe attain it, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't lose anything because it's a Tuesday night. Right. So so they're, they're p- positioning themselves as a, hey, like, we're giving you an opportunity. Rise to the occasion, and whatever, and and you know what? If they didn't have that, if they didn't let let's just say, for argument's sake, it was a Tuesday night, and they had one band or between four bands, twelve people showed up. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Those are twelve people that wouldn't have been in that bar anyway. True. Well, and you uh, had you so had they lose bars nothing. That used to they do lose things nothing. like that, and that used to be the night for your um open mic mm-hmm. or and i'm not seeing those as much anymore no you know like a, a venue instead of booking an open mic and allowing bands to go up and play three songs and try and build a following because you build a following with the open mic as the thing what you have is them booking three bands and saying bring your fans for your 45 minute set mm-hmm. and then the other band brings their fans and that is where I think, like, think about the downtown, man. That was a Wednesday night, you know? Uh, Tuesday. Or, Tuesday night. That Tuesday. was a Tuesday night. And it was great because it had a, it was, it was had its own thing. And when you have it to where it's an open mic and every band gets three songs and you're able to bring in seven, eight bands that want to play, those seven, eight bands are bringing some of their friends. Mm-hmm. And they're staying and they're hanging out and they're yeah. hanging out because no one's going to, someone's going to stay for their band set for 30 minutes and then leave. Mm-hmm. No one's going to leave after three songs. They just got their drink. 
You know, right. uh, I think that's a, a much better model for trying to build a knight. Um, what you what you get, and and I st- and I think that that is a a usable and a good model to do for bands that are that are coming up, for bands that are making their first record, for bands that are um that are trying to get shows that are that are newer to the scene. The problem is, and and I can only speak from my own experience, is that I'm not looking to book a night for you so that I can play your your night. I'm looking to to bring my band and at least two of my friends bands and then a new band and put on a four band bill and create a big night out of it and and promote it months out and and create an event yeah and put on a concert i can't do that on a wednesday no i cannot do that on a wednesday not locally i You're, can't you know what it, it, it's it's the local level, you know? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a part of a super big tour uh, right. package, that's just kind of what it is. And it's unfortunate because we've put together shows that have brought in thousands of dollars for a bar. Mm-hmm. We've put together shows that put 500 people or more in a room. Mm-hmm. We've done that. Um, and, and we've done that consistently uh you know and and you can you could say covid killed it you can say that because uh this bar closed that that's over and everything but it's i I just don't think it is i think i think that the problem is is that everybody's so gun shy to do anything different that they're just trying to scrape by and they're just trying to pay their bills and so even if they'd like to it's like Man, I can't afford to even take the chance that that doesn't work. I can put on insert tribute band name or cover bands right. night or or nineties night or emo night or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and I can put on all these bands, and I know people are going to come, and it's going to be a thing. That's which is great. It just it's just it's a drag for us that that aren't a part of that. Right. Or that don't get anything out of that, um, and they're not going to book us with it, mm-hmm. which is also the thing that sucks, because if you're they're not, it's it's like it's not that nobody wants the next big band to come from their area. No, no, no. It has nothing to do Everybody with that. Wants that. Everybody wants Everybody that. Everybody wants the next Foo Fighters to come out of their town. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But like. The next Foo Fighters might be in your town, and none of your venues will book them. I because they're they can't afford to. Mm-hmm. Because if it doesn't go right, they lose a night, and then they could lose the bar. Like it's, right. and I think that's where we are right now. And I think it's it's unfortunate, and it's scary, and it sucks. But I think it sucks equally for everybody. Um, I mean, except for the bands that that command that that are doing it for the money. Um, and that's, you know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm always shitting on cover and tribute bands, but like they're, they're doing it and I'm not saying that they don't love what they do, but they're getting paid. They're doing it for the money. And so they, so they're getting to do that and they have that on. Hey man, nothing against it. I get it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely get it. Um, when I talk bad about those things is because, uh, jealousy, because I can't get those gigs. 
they're not booking me with them, I'll play with any tribute band out there. <laughs> we used to, and it was great. It was fun. What becomes a problem is like, well, no one wants to pay us, but they want to pay them. So how do we work that out? Right. Because, you know, it's like it, it becomes a, a touchy situation, but it's not something that can't be worked out. It's not something that can't be talked about. It's not something that can't be figured out. And I think we are just in a time where something new has to happen. Some new way of doing it has to happen for local original music, at least in our area, to survive. Yeah, I mean, I, I've thrown the idea out there of, and, and you said, you know, you talked about like tribute bands and this mm-hmm. and that. And, and and I think that you might be in a better uh, genre space than I am, per se, on certain yeah. things, right? Um, but, man, you know what? If If you were to bring... If you were to put two original bands, right, mm-hmm. two original bands that uh, working hard, you know, not going to chase people away from your oh, shit, man. It, you know, even even my band, uh, and and I'm not trying to like suck my own dick here, but like when we play, we're tight. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you know, so well, you're people, tight and you're good, and you have good songs, and you have hooks, and people enjoy. People it. don't people don't fucking leave. Yeah, uh, they may not particularly care for the style right uh but they don't fucking leave because they're like oh wow this is fucking awful right uh so so i could say that but but if you were to, if you were to take two bands that are that are working hard that doing the right thing for their craft and they're gonna entertain people why not put them under a, a, a cover band right you get two bands uh that are gonna bring their fans right yeah you're gonna have your normal clientele which i mean listen i'm gonna i want to shift to that next yeah uh because that like that's another thing that we haven't talked to about bars normal clientele right uh we didn't talk about that yet but let's just say hypothetically you're you You have have a normal clientele yeah right uh and then you bring two bands together uh originals and then you have a cover band play to be the jukebox for your evening. Well, now you've got two bands that have brought, let's just say a smaller venue. You, you got two bands that brought 25, 30, 40 people each, right? Yep. Now you've got 80 people plus your clientele. And then you've got a jukebox playing at the end of the night to keep that going. Yeah. Right. I think it's smart. Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, but so, so this is, this is one of the things that I wanted to bring up and, and this is one of the things that I fucking hate about venues and, and, and their bullshit and, and things that, and this is why this, honestly, this is why I approach music the way I do. Right. And you know what? There's a great venue out there. It's called fucking YouTube. It's called, right. It's called Spotify where where I get paid that's a, that's a symbol that's a symbol, that's a symbol uh, behind my head uh I get paid uh for for just having my music out there right I just I'm uh, you know I'm happy to be at a point that I'm able to self-sustain that right mm-hmm. uh and uh so that is what it is but you've got a business right you you, you run a business. 
and you're telling people, well, you have to bring 50 to 75 people to play in my business, mm-hmm. right? On a Tuesday night. Okay. I get it. I get that there are overhead costs. Yeah. Right? Right. But guess what? If my band didn't bring 25, 30 people on a Tuesday fucking night, you know how many people would be in that bar? Zero. <laughs> fucking zero. Yeah. And the same goes for what you dealt with with, with your thing at, at, at AMH, yep. where it was like, we're going to lock the doors and not have this show. You know what? If you don't have this show, the business owner is right. not going to have this is six bands any money sold tickets for tonight. Come into the bar. Where's your integrity? Uh, peek behind the curtain here, folks. Uh, you remember the days of well, if your crowd drinks, you get money back from the bar. Uh, we don't get money back from the bar. No. Uh, if you bring in if you bring in X amount of people, you keep that. No. No, you, no, you cut in the bar on everything. And I get it. I get why you have to do that. I get why they have to do that. I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, is that unless you have a name for yourself where you have a ton of people automatically coming in because they know that they can go to that bar or that venue and consistently, they can go, they can pay their $5, their $10, whatever it is, and they can go and they can consistently see a good show. Those days are gone. Right. Those days are gone. Those were 80s, 90s, and I hear about it all the fucking time. I'm done with it. That's not how they treat it now. They treat it as a privilege that we are privileged to play their venue. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm grateful. Play for exposure. I'm grateful that you give me a, a, a platform and a space to do that, but don't act like you're doing me a fucking favor because I'm bringing the people. <laughs> right. You can have it. You can have that fucking thing. I'm not asking you to play your venue uh, to, like, not put anybody in the room to play to or spend money on drinks that you overcharge for quite frankly, for the most part, yeah. right? For most of these venues. Uh, I'm going to say, not beeries. My 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 go-to is the Miller High Life bucket. 20 bucks, five beers. Well, you're also drinking the Miller High Life bucket. Why are you scoffing at it? I'm not Why are you saying it? I'm you're saying it like, like I'm a no, piece of shit. No, I'm not. I, what I'm saying is that if you're going to come out and be like, some place is overcharged for their drinks, and then your example is the place that doesn't because you drink Miller High Life there, I think that you're... Okay, maybe I'm lowering the bar a little bit. You're mixing issues there. All right, like, I'm lowering you the bar. To say, if you were to say, when I buy a Jameson at this bar, it's this price, and when I buy it at this bar, it's $5 cheaper... Well, okay. that is right. overcharging. Right. Okay. I'm just saying in comparison right. to. But uh, back at back at my point <laughs> was right. just basically like, listen, to, to the, the venue owners, uh, while I do appreciate you providing the space to do these things, and, and I recognize that you are a business and that you need to take care of overhead, uh, 
It comes back. It comes back around to what you said originally. Mm-hmm. We're partners. That's what I think. We're I business partners. Lost. That's what I think has gotten lost. And I and I don't think that it's entirely the bar's fault. I think I, I don't either. I, I don't either. But the fact that they treat you like garbage. Well, yeah. And I think that that just was makes built you an un. You know. I think that was built over time because I think what started to happen. Um, and I'm and I'm not defending bars here. But what I am going to say is I think that it goes back to um, what you said at the very beginning of this, which is the quality control thing. I think when you have a situation over a period of years, mm-hmm. right, where it's gotten that. Uh... All right. When I first started in a band, I was too young to be in the bar I was at. So I sat in the kitchen and waited for my chance to play. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think we've all kind of been there at some yeah, point. But we recognized it as we did. It was a privilege to play there. Mm-hmm. Because it was a privilege to play at a place that was known for having bands and having good bands. Exactly. And a place that was busy all the time. Exactly. So that privilege to us manifested in us working our asses off to 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 do the right thing to promote that show to get as many people to that show as possible because we wanted them to know that not only are we not going to chase your people out of this place because we're going to be rehearsed and we're going to kick ass but we're going to bring new people into your place mm mm-hmm. And that then to the bar was understood as mm-hmm. we are partners in this night. This night, this is what's going to happen. And when you negotiated with the bar at that first level, that first show, you couldn't negotiate shit. You just took, no, what, you you took what you got. You took That's what you got. The, but there's a reason but for then it. You there was a reason yourself. for it. And you prove yourself. Right. But once you proved yourself... You had you had to continue like you set a standard, and once you set a standard, you have to m- meet that standard mm-hmm. every time. Um, but the place that you played also had a standard, mm-hmm. and they had to meet that standard every time. There you is... know, like it's not it's not my fault that you wanted. 300 people in here tonight and I brought a hundred or a hundred and fifty. That's not, I didn't fail your night because I went and promoted and brought a hundred and fifty people that I, don't know you exist. I, I, I think that's, and, and that's one of the things that I did want to talk about here is, uh, in terms of, like, okay, so you brought 120 or 150 people, wh- whatever it may be. Right. You wanted whatever X number, amount, it right? Is. Yeah. Um. So there's also what the bars do. You went and you promoted. Well, yes. What do the bars do to promote? Right. And so the first bars. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't yeah, mean to interrupt no, no, you. No, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm kind of finishing my thought randomly as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh. So the first bars that we played. We negotiated advertising with them. 
There we, you go. We were like, and and they negotiated with us. They were like, okay, we're going to be putting out ads. Send us this, this, and this. And we said okay, and we put together mm-hmm. this. We put Man, the work you remember, in. To you put remember it together when and bars it to them when you when you would when you would book something somewhere. And I mean, shit, man. Sometimes they would fucking just put ads out in local papers, and and well, they, yeah, and they'd make sure that the that the spelling was right. And oh, do you have a picture? Yes, yes, yes. But I remember those days. What happened? A long time ago. Right. Well, <laughs> it was what, a very long time what, ago. What I think happened was we got into the age of the internet, and we got mm-hmm. into the age of MySpace, Facebook, etc., etc., etc. And slowly, it turned into, oh, I can advertise online and reach way more people, so I won't put the money into advertising on radio or in print, and instead, I'll advertise on my MySpace page, right? right? And that'll reach more people. Okay, but you're not reaching people... You're reaching people everywhere. You're not reaching people in your area. Right. But right? also... And you're not reaching them with a call to action. And you're not reaching them in a timely manner and, and then on once, the night. And then once things started to monetize, then you're literally only reaching the people within your circle. Well, yeah. we if, like That's a and, whole other thing. And half the time, I mean, we deal with it here on the podcast, is half the time it doesn't reach... Huh? 90% of then your circle. The algorithm's there, right. But, but, uh, that's, I do digress. But, well, but, <laughs> and that's, and that's what I'm saying though, is that, and the bars went through that too. The bars went through, I made a website and a, and a Facebook page and a MySpace page, and those, th- that generates way more traffic than a radio ad would, and the radio ad costs this much, and then radio, when everybody started pulling their ads and going on to other platforms, Radio decided that, like, well, our, we have to charge more for our ads then because, mm-hmm. one, you're going to get more ad space, and, two, we don't have as much money coming in with ads. Mm-hmm. Or the station would charge way less and then anybody, and it just got flooded with ads. Right. And so now, instead of driving to work and hearing an ad for the bar in your town with a clip from the band's music that's going to be playing at that bar and a and a voiceover guy going, you know, this Friday night, something heavy and craving strange. Shout out. Only at. I do want to say shout out to Rob Rush because he's who, do, who, who does right. that here in Long Island. Right. <laughs> he's but the in, guy. Instead of that, the venue and the bands both put out MySpace ads. Yeah. Or Facebook ads, or Twitter tweet, you know, like those type of things. And as as much as we like to think that that reaches more people, it reaches way less. <coughs> Quick reminder that this show is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Mythical Beards. Check them out, mythicalbeards.com. You can get stickers, you can get hoodies, you can get all that kind of stuff, but most importantly, you can get shit for your face. Keep your beard fresh, keep it clean, keep it groomed. If it's good enough for Mick Foley, God damn it, it's good enough for us. I'm wearing the Kraken right now. I am actually wearing the Dracula. Nice. And that's why I smell like an old-time barbershop. 
If you go to mythicalbeards.com and use the promo code BACON15, you get 15% off your entire order. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at grillyourassoff.com, where you can also get 15% off of your order of all spices, grilling rubs. They're uh, delicious freaking sauces. Yes, delicious sauces, all that kind of stuff. Every season is grilling season if you like to cook. Yes. So definitely check it out. Grayrassoff.com. Use the promo code BACON because it'll keep grilling season all year fucking long. 15% off with the promo code. 10% off at drinkwildbills.com where you can get all kinds of great sodas, which we've seen lots of mixers for. So keep sending them in. Hashtag drinkwildbills. Hashtag what's your bacon. Mm-hmm. Send us your your beverage options. Of choice. And yes. also poddex.com. You can see them in another part of the show. Yes, indeed. But both of those, 10% off, you use the promo code BACON. So yes. check it out. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you got. Use them. Find them. If you can't remember what we just said, go to baconismypodcast.com. Everything's there. Check it out. Thanks for watching. It, and And if you pay for it and, you know, Hey, uh, we fell for the, for it recently. Oh, we all too. did. Like, we all did. But but you know, like people see through. Like, okay, you you've done now. Now Facebook has this thing where you you can target your ads and do this and do that and figure out what. Listen, just because a a a, a post a particular post gets. 500, 600 likes doesn't mean it didn't anything. Right. Well, it certainly doesn't mean your next post does anything. And it absolutely doesn't mean that that it's, translates it's to more organic. people at your show in your town. Right. Right? And that's where that's where I think bands are fucking up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and you and I included in that. Uh, because uh, yeah, because we have this mindset of our platform that we can go to is way bigger, right? We can go on YouTube and have a bigger platform. The problem is is not honing in on a particular thing. And and we can get into the weeds on this. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, but I, I, I do want to bring it back to... Um, so I, I do agree with you with the, the old school advertising mm-hmm. back and forth kind of thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure we've gone a while on this but probably but but what i do want to bring up is um and especially now post covid um there were bars that were thriving Mm -hmm. and there were bars that were getting by on the skin of their teeth and there was there was all sorts of things the deck has been dealt completely differently yeah now right um but i have heard you know, uh, I have heard things, you know, with certain venues and venue owners and stuff like that becoming, quote unquote, jaded to original music and becoming jaded to allowing original music. And, and not, I mean, some were flat out blaming the fact that they were original music venues, uh, and some some kind of alluding to it, and just saying, "Well, I took too much of a chance with it, and this right. and that." Um, 
I personally call bullshit, and that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where you fall on that, but I, I personally think that you can. I think I think you do have to play quality control in a lot of ways. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, but at the same time, and you have to be more engaged in that aspect of things if if you're gonna hang your hat on an original music bar. Um, but to blame original music and original bands as a downfall for your business, I think that's bullshit. Is complete bullshit. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I think that, um, and I've, my viewpoint has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we I'm, all do. We all I'm, do change. I'm, I'm willing to admit that, and I'm willing, and I'm more than happy to, to admit that I have been extremely wrong in things in the past. Um, I don't think that a venue can make it as a purely original music venue. I don't think that that is a viable I don't think so plan. either. Uh, I, I also don't think that a venue can make it as a purely cover band and tribute band place with live music because I just think they're going to run into the problem of too much of the same and too many of the same bands playing I'm, there i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna tell you what and and again band gossip <laughs> uh I, I, you know again Artie. yeah he tells me all the time that that he'll he'll reach out to a new venue and they'll go cool uh what's your draw right it's like uh what yeah like you're asking a cover band, what's your draw? Right. You shouldn't be asking a cover band. No. Go ask an you should acoustic be instrumentalist. Them, what do you charge? Go go ask, you know, Tommy McGee and his fucking so here's Cajon how I, much he charges because that's you're you're in the wrong business here. If I opened a venue, if I opened a venue. Tomorrow sounds like a nightmare, but go on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't envy v- venue men- no. owners either. So the only way that I can see a venue in this current time and place working is if they um, try and do a little bit of everything, which sucks. Because it you, does. you have the idea of niche down, niche down, niche down. Niche down on nights. But as your venue, I would literally, I would have to have it be, I would partner with some local coffee fucking place and I would make it that during the day so that people could go there and go online and do office shit and get cold brews. During the day. That's what I would do. I would have to have that happen. And then at a certain time, it opens up and I'd have to have a menu. And I would have to have a venue. And that venue would be on certain nights, I'd have karaoke. On certain nights, I would have um, acoustic singer-songwriters. And I would do, 
I, I would do an open mic for bands, and I would do an open mic for singer-songwriters, and I would try and cultivate a scene, and I would also do tribute and cover and original bands, but to. I would do them all on the same night. I would have oh yeah, yeah. original bands open up for tribute bands. I would say, like, if I wanted to book something heavy, I would book you on a night where I booked, like, a Rage Against the Machine tribute and some other tribute band, <laughs> right? Um, if I was, if I'm in a band and I want to book a place, I wish, I wish I could find a tribute band or a cover band that did funk music, that did dance funk music. That I didn't have to pay to play with us. Because I can't do that as a band member. I can't say, hey, I want to have uh, something heavy, Rebel Nine, Craving Strange play a show. And then I want a dance funk band to close the night and just create a vibe. Because I have to pay that band thousands of dollars. Right. And our bands aren't going to make anything anyway. So if I was a venue... I would book that kind of a night and I would be like, okay, I would, every time I booked original bands, I would be like, who can I book to book in around it that night? Who can I book to close that night that's going to work with those bands and also give me, uh, extend the night? It would also, it would also, you know, and, and when we talk original music, we're talking from a band perspective, right? Mm -hmm. I gotta be honest. I don't think there's enough avenues for 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 pop music, for rap music, for no. When do you anything see original like rap and pop music anywhere? Like, you don't. You fucking don't. And and I well, think and you I've know what? If in you... bars so long, and I've heard, I would love to do a hip hop night, but I would love to do this genre night, but. You know over what? Over and over again, I've heard that. What you do is, you know what you do? You take a fucking pop 40, uh, pop 40s, a top 40 band, or you take mm -hmm. a 90s band, or you take a this, or you take a that, and you add the pop and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you know what? The people that are listening to pop right now and rap right now, they're going to turn around, they're going to go, oh shit, top 40. Right. And they're going to stay. They're going to fucking stay the night. Well, and you know why, you know why venues don't do that? I'll, I'll tell you exactly where right now. Go. Here's here's the reason. One, nobody's presented it to them. Two, because they can't afford. If they, if if they book a night where a bunch of people locally come to the show, it is so much easier to go. What style of music was that? What era was that? That's my identity. Yeah, and I think that the next night. That when I when I worked at at the bar that I worked at, I'm not gonna say the name just because. But the people that know respect, know, right? Um, the the downfall of that bar was that they were relying on the same like six tribute acts that have played there for a decade. Because at one point, that brought people in. And people knew that anytime they went there, their era was going to be represented. So if I can go to a bar, I'll even tell you now, a new bar that just opened. Our buddies 
from our buddy Tom. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, Revolution. Yeah, nostalgia. Open nostalgia, right? Nostalgia is going to be great because everyone that is into 90s can go there. And they can go there every single night. And every single night, there's going to be a 90s theme. And if that's your era and that's your thing that you like, it's going to go great. It's going to go there. But you know what's going to happen is I don't know how that's how, how long that's going to last. It'll last for a while. But you're going to age out your audience. Yeah. Because you're relying on an era. Mm-hmm. And if you rely on an era at some point, and this is what happened to the place that I worked. Everybody got older. And then after COVID, people weren't coming back. And it was like people were dying in the bands that were playing. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's you, you get into a situation where you just you can't you can't just hold on to something so tightly that that you hang your head on it and make it your identity. You have to be able to you you gotta Pivot. move. You gotta bob and diversify. Weave. You, you, you have to be able to do that. But it's so scary to do that when you're paying the kind of rents that I know these venues are paying. And they're like, fuck, I had a I had a multi-thousand dollar night with this era and this genre. I'm there's no way that the very next night I'm gonna put on something current that if a bunch of those people come back the next night to go out, that they're gonna leave immediately. When the music starts, and this goes back to our conversation about tribalism well, in music. Well, uh, what I what I want to say is this: is what the venues need to also recognize is this. You want to do one of two things, right. right? You're creating a venue, or you're creating a bar. Okay. Yeah. If you want the same clientele to come in. Day in and day out, same thing over and over again, you're going to get a bar full of drunks. Yep. Right? Yep. And regardless of what era you represent in that bar, it's you're going to age out your drunks. If you do something and, and you take your seven nights and you do something different every night and you try and cater to whatever that night may be and whatever your clientele may be and maybe you've got to shift the nights maybe maybe you hey, go oh well maybe you you've got to deal this... with a couple failed nights you have to you right but you build uh, them you build you each build, night as you its have own to thing. build it uh yeah i mean i don't own i don't own a bar i don't know the first thing about right. owning a bar but i get it that's I, why i, I was I saying that. i would try and do i would try that and niche, niche out every night um because yeah Maybe your and and maybe you, your clientele from last night's going to come in tonight and hate the music and they're going to leave, but maybe they'll come back next Tuesday because they know that's their night. And right. if you can create destination and, and, destination viewing, and on top of that, if they hate that night, all you have to do is put something out that represents another night, mm-hmm. right? So. If somebody comes for fucking trivia night and they hate it, but they go, oh shit, there's a a top forty night. Yeah. Oh shit, there's a nineties night. Oh shit, there's a this. A... All you have to do is just say that it's there. Yep. And then people may not love this night, 
They'll avoid your bar like the plague. On that night. But they'll come on another night. That's that's the other thing I'm saying is that is that it goes both ways. You know, when you when you cater to just one clientele, you'll get that clientele. Um, if you vary your clientele, you're going to lose people. But I think you're going to gain people as well on the specific nights that they want to be there. If you, from the jump, just try and build it to where, hey, this is our neighborhood. And we know that there are people that are in this neighborhood in this seven mile radius. That's the other thing that you got to realize is distance yeah. and, 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 and clientele. And well, you got to cater to the people that are, if you're trying to build your clientele, you got to cater to the people in your area. Well, I think, I think that's, book a, that's people a huge, that won't chase people away. I do, I do think, I do think that's a huge difference between a bar and, and, and a venue because a bar is just, a, is something that happens every seven, you know, every night every a night. week, right? Yeah. A venue needs to create a destination. Well, I think a bar needs to create a destination too. I think if you create something. If you create something that's yeah. good enough, yeah, you do create you, a destination. If you, I agree. if you, so. It's funny. I I think being in a band is um, booking, planning everything. For everybody that's not in a band, I'll, I'll put it in a way that I think that makes sense. And for everybody that's in a band, maybe you've never thought about it this way, and, and maybe it'll help. But like being in a band or leading a band or running a band, right, is episodic. You have to look at what you're doing, but you have to do it in a way that feeds into the next bunch of things, the next bunch of episodes. Tonight's show is worthless unless it feeds the next show, and and again, which feeds the next release, which feeds the next video. Which is what I said. What's next? Right. And I think as a bar owner... If I owned a bar, which I've, I've never done, but I've been close to manage the management and, and uh, the inner workings of mm-hmm. a number of them, um, I think that a successful or, or a way to make it more successful in this current climate of running things is to also think of it as episodic. You can't think of what's... What is this? I'm booking tonight for tonight only. I'm booking tonight to find who I can book next month. I, I'm booking yeah. this band because I did research on this band and their following is this, but their interactions are from other bands as well so that I can get a bigger pool of bands to choose from because I can't rely on the same five. I'm going to say this. I, I and and I think that's why it's important that a talent agent is involved. But what you need to have is an engaged talent agent, right? Right. So you need to, you know, or or if you want to say manager, what, whatever you want to say. But a, a bar owner has a lot, right? I'm not going to stand here and go, well, the bar owner doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, right? No. Well, they're not there to book bands. The, the, the bar owner... They're dealing with liquor owns, costs. They're dealing with rent. They're dealing with insurance. They're dealing, they've yeah. got so much on their plate. Yeah. It's why they have an 
in uh, like a manager, somebody in house that's gonna an in house person that's gonna deal with that kind of stuff. Uh, if you have somebody who's good at dealing with talent and that kind of stuff, maybe that maybe that's what what, what the world needs: talent management, <sighs> which means um, more uh, quality control. Back exactly. To the beginning. Back to the beginning. Quality <laughs> control. You know, it's funny. We had these two other Poddex questions. Uh, we had three things I wish I had done differently. <laughs> Which That's could have been a whole other episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, book review. The, my last read. So you go ahead. You go first. <laughs> my last book I read. Um. Oh God. I haven't read a book in a couple of years. To be honest, a book, book. I've read comics. I've read yeah, I read novels. comics all the book, book I, all the time. So I've read, read that stuff. But okay, so so give me give me your last wise. graphic novel. No, I want to I want to think about the book thing. Oh, because I I don't want to think about the book thing because <laughs> I I figured out through my library that I could uh, get comics on my iPad. Yes, and I can get audiobooks. Yes, uh, so. I don't read books. I let them read themselves to me. Right. Uh, so you are read to by books. I am read to by books. <laughs> I am beyond books. No, but seriously, I, I, uh, yeah, that's the, I, so I would, I would encompass all of those things. Yeah. Okay. Cause books are books. I mean, Jen seems to think so. She's like, she's like, Oh, you're, re- you're like, you're involved in the library. You're reading. It's, it's, it's right, right. reading. Okay. Ish. Ish. It's reading ish. Yeah. It's reading-esque. I will say, so my last audiobook that I listened to mm-hmm. was the Anthony Keita, and I've read it already, Yeah, but I just wanted to, when it first came out, but I wanted to uh, read it again, and I never got a chance to, uh, but I found the audiobook, and it turned out it was being dictated by uh, Corey from Boy Meets World. Oh. No, not Corey. Sean. Okay. Sean from Boy Meets World. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that, that was the last one. Oh, no, that was one of the last ones. It's not... I think the last one I probably read was probably Chris Jericho's most recent book. Uh, it was like a year the, ago or so. Okay. I, I, I have I have book. it. I have yeah. it. I read it, and then I also I did but listen it's a lot to of, it again. It's a lot of matches, like a yes. timeline type yes, thing. Yes, so, yes, yes, so I don't know if that counts as much um and then i've read a couple books on uh like one on singing and and another one on like music business i did a uh i did a graphic novel of uh like the first i I did like the first eight uh ninja turtles comic books the original ones like the very like super original ones my brother just bought me for Christmas, I, I just got it a couple weeks ago. He was at a comic store and he found uh, Return of the Jedi comics from 1980, whatever. Yeah, right. And they're the original comics oh. that were printed with Return of the Jedi. And so I'm going to read those, but I have all four. I have uh, all all four issues. Nice that exist of that comic that is fantastic yeah they're in they're backing boards and, and everything like that so i like i don't want to touch them with human hands 
<laughs> right now. I've got gloves inside. I'll, I'll, gloves. I'll give you some gloves. I, I got some want. gloves. I got some gloves I can use. Okay. But I, I'm I'm looking forward to reading those. I'm super awesome. excited to read those. Awesome. So we're not literary giants, but you know what? I You know what's crazy is that I really love reading. <laughs> I enjoy reading. I really I do. do. I, I, do. I just, I don't have, I, I shouldn't say I don't have time to. I don't make time to. I don't make time to either. You know? I like I like hanging out with my kids. That's why I don't read. You know, I'll I'll hang my hat on that. Yeah. All right. I I don't think that's a good <laughs> that's excuse. A, no, that's a good ex- that's a cop out excuse that makes you sound great. I read books with my children. Right. Yeah. 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 They're level yeah. one. Like I I read lots of Pinkalicious. I I watch shows with my girlfriends. <laughs> I, I I read Pinkalicious. Pinkalicious will teach you a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what did it teach you? Uh, well, it's okay to be different. It is okay to be different. And you know what? That's our take home today, right? Right. We because we're about... we're original bands. We're different. We're different. You know. Sometimes we could be the same. Sometimes the world gets you down. <laughs> sometimes it feels like you can't get a gig, or you can't book a band. Or you can't make rent, or you can't do this. Or you can't I feel do like that. I feel like we need to end this with like the Bill Pullman uh, Independence Day speech. I oh. will not go down without a fight. No, 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 because we we can't do that. I'll just say, I'll look it up and do it, but it's copyright. Yeah, it's copyright. copyright. Uh, I will say though, it is okay to be different, and it is okay to have different opinions, and it's okay to have a different opinion than our opinion. Uh, from today, we just picked a random Poddex question and we went with it. I'm it's really okay ex- to have the same opinion. Too. I got to tell you, I'm really excited about this episode because, yeah, I mean, it it turned out to be way different and way more awesome than we originally intended to. Right. Hopefully, because it was. Awesome. We have verbal diarrhea. <laughs> Thank you, Poddex. Thanks, Poddex. Ten percent off bacon in the promo code. Yeah. Space. You know what's funny for a company that. Doesn't really do a lot for us. They really do a lot for us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Even got a fucking segment. Yeah. Exactly. And so, a whole show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks for spending your time with us. Yes. Your time is valuable. Uh, so is ours. So if you want to help us with that, uh, jump on our Patreon. And, yes. Uh, help us out. Yeah. Help us out absolutely. over there or jump over to baconismypodcast.com where you can buy a t-shirt like the one Mike is wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a back to it too. Or Ready? many other shirts. If you did not see the fun dance he's doing, it's because you are listening to us on a streaming platform. Jump over to strangerhoodtv.com. And you can see my ass. And check out the show. We are uh, We are... Every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday on Strangerhood TV. Indeed. Uh, .com over on YouTube. It'll take you right there. It is a cool network. There's a lot of cool shows on there. Like Including. Top 20. There's My Five. My Five. Lots of cool stuff. There's, drum throughs. There's drum throughs. With, with Chris and not me. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about... I'll, I'll show you I'll show you some of my drum videos Oh, later. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. So... Thank you guys once again for, um, you know, just spending a little time with us. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. Indeed. Hope you learned something. If you didn't learn anything, hope you didn't get too pissed off. Indeed. And and don't forget, uh, so we do have our stream. It's not going to be tomorrow night, uh, right. unfortunately. But we will be back next week uh, with another The stream. continuing saga. The saga. 
of uh, us making a making thing. a fucking record, right? Is it a re- or record? Maybe it's a record. Maybe it's an EP. Maybe it's singles. Yeah, Twitch TV. We'll decide. You can slash help us decide. Bacon is my pod. We've got it coming out. Yeah, you're yeah. involved in every process. So Indeed. jump on, check it out. Thank you guys for that new thing that you're checking out for us. Uh, I am Jimmy G. You can find me at Jimmy G Shoes on all the socials. I sing for a band called Craving Strange. We are at cravingstrange.net. And they're wonderful. Thanks, buddy. You can find us there and you can find all our socials there. All our links are there. Uh, our new song, Me What You Say, is out now. Mm-hmm. Um, please check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, we've got stuff in the works. I don't know when, but um, things are sort of happening. We're trying to book some shows. I mean, the and fact you're that... here in the stress. <laughs> right. Exactly. The, the fact that, like, I, I mean, listen, we w- between the two of us, yeah, like, already with this, we've got plenty of shit coming out. So many things coming out. But we also have more shit coming out. <laughs> right. So just <laughs> we have more shit coming keep out. Keep in touch with us so, because you know, just, uh, you know, my brain cool. is slowly shutting down from all the things that Indeed. I'm trying to keep track of. Absolutely. Where do they find you, my Me friend? personally, I am at me and my own self, Mike. That's all my personal stuff. You can see fun photos of me and my children. My children are pretty fucking cool. They are pretty right? cool. They're pretty great. They are pretty great. Uh, and my wife. Yeah. She's pretty great too. They're about um, the, the your children are about three years away from thinking that your music is just lame and old. No, 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 no. Because it's you know happen. what? We've it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's totally because gonna happen. rock and roll will never die. It's totally gonna happen. It might happen. <laughs> uh, my music is at something heavy music on the socials. Something heavy on all digital streaming platforms. We got a new single out called circles thank awesome. you for everybody who thank you jimmy it's awesome thank you for everybody who's listened to it uh i really appreciate the positive feedback because uh fuck man we need it <laughs> i put it on a playlist you should put it as, on a playlist as as musicians we can use all of the encouraging words as possible yeah, as much as and, we talk on here like we're so sure as shit <laughs> We're, yeah. we're insecure babies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, check, check us out on Twitch and watch us try and write songs to see what insecure babies we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <be> great. <laughs> uh, if you have a hard time remembering all that, you can find it at baconismypodcast.com. Yeah. It uh, it's the portal to everything. It'll, it'll bring you to strangerhood. It'll bring you to craving strange it'll bring you to something yeah. heavy and it'll bring you to the, the twitch and it'll bring you to all of our it'll sponsors where it'll give you the best best prices. deals on everything that you can possibly get and now we're negotiating all we're gonna time. finish this night it's the third episode that we recorded tonight yeah <laughs> and you know what that means it's probably the best one yeah it's probably of the, the night, best one of honestly the night. i mean you saved the best for last maybe i mean we had... the best for last. oh man you're bringing me back yeah. <laughs> One of our topics was possibly prom night things. Yeah. So we'll do that eventually. Sometimes the sun goes around the moon. I love it. <laughs> uh, till the next time, everybody. Uh, well, okay, yeah, get ready because uh, Vatic is up next. He's going to. What? He's going to be on uh, What's Your Baking Seven Questions tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Friday. Okay, cool. So, Good uh, episodes it's coming It's a fun out. episode. It's a long What's Your Baking. So, <laughs> it is. Enjoy. And uh, always in. remember what's the question that you need to ask yourself? I, I went blank. What's your bacon? Yes! Duh. World peace. Shazam.